As a proud supporter of Parkinson's UK, the Focus on Why podcast is supporting this charity by including their Time for Can campaign in this episode. Can't work, can't walk, can't taste, can't talk, can't move, can't eat, can't remember, can't sleep, can't finish, feel ashamed, can't smile through the pain, can't stop the voices, can't make it stop. Parkinson's, the fastest growing neurological condition in the world. There is no cure. Yet we can fund, can fight, can discover, can unite, can transform, can live, can change, can give, can slow, can stop, can reverse, can cure. We can do, but we can't do it without you. Parkinson's UK. Together we can find a cure. Donate now at parkinsons.org.uk. Welcome to the Focus on Why podcast. I'm Amy Rowlandson and I ask my guests one simple question. Why? Focusing on the importance of why, I share with you the relatable, uplifting and inspiring conversations I have with people from all walks of life. This podcast will encourage you to focus on your why to enable and empower you to achieve the success you desire. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why. Hello and welcome to my 17th Reflections and Observations episode. Today is the 30th of November 2020 and it is my birthday. It's also the birthday or anniversary seven months since I launched Focus on Why. 119 episodes later and here we are today in this Reflections episode celebrating the last six episodes. Thank you so much for tuning in and I wondered if I could ask for a small birthday treat from you. If you've yet to leave me an Apple podcast review I would be so grateful if you could do that for me. And if you're listening via other platforms other than Apple Podcasts, then perhaps you could just ping me a a message via social media to show your appreciation for the show. Thank you in advance for my birthday treats. So here we go. Firstly, I would love to share how proud I am to be able to assist the incredible charity of Parkinson's UK with their Time for Can campaign. The opportunity came from one of my friends, Darren Burrows, who set off a ripple effect by introducing me to Chris Leake, episode 23, Arch to Arc, that led to a call with Lisa Gill, Corporate Partnerships Manager for Parkinson's UK, and episode 63, The Rocket and the Compass which manifested in my support today for Parkinson's UK by including their Time for Can campaign on this podcast to help raise awareness for the charity. As Robert Ingersoll said, we rise by lifting others. So let's kick off today's reflections and observations with episode 113, five to seven seconds with Tony K. Silver. In this episode, Tony K. Silver shares with us as a LinkedIn profiler, what it takes to stand out. What we need to do to stand out and filter through the constant chatter, that constant noise that surrounds us. In life, we spend half our time trying to stand out and the other half seeking to belong. And Tony helps you to do both in equal measures. Can you believe that something that may have taken you hours to write and maybe years to manifest And it just comes down to a handful of seconds for you to be able to catch someone else's attention just long enough to make them pause. And once they pause long enough, what then? What are the combination of magic words that stop them just for a moment or two longer? What is the image that will make them pause from just scrolling on through to the next post? What is it that will stop you from staying anonymous and being one of the 90% who continue to use the platform incorrectly? 
Well, first impressions matter. If you want to be noticed, and let's be honest, you want the recognition after the effort's taken you to bother to write or post that article or video. You've spent enough of your valuable time before you even post on that platform. For the matter to be ignored or passed over, it can be soul destroying. You're looking for a positive reaction, engagement in one way or another. Why did you post in the first place? Whether it was your intention to serve others, share news or information or knowledge or incite a call to action in one way or another, ultimately, you want someone to stop scrolling. Perhaps I should have called the episode that, Stop the Scroll. So I've had Sam Rathling on the Focus on My podcast talking about the art of social selling on LinkedIn in episode five, which coincidentally is my most downloaded episode to date. I also have another episode coming out this week, episode 121, with another LinkedIn expert, Dan Kent-Smith, who actually used to work for LinkedIn, and he's going to share his why too. So why have I got so many guests on the podcast all talking about LinkedIn? I can explain. LinkedIn is powerful, and it can make all the difference to your business. I feel I'm still barely scratching the surface and yet I use it on a daily basis, always looking to connect with others within my network. And I tend to hang out more on LinkedIn than any other platforms. So I guess it's my preferred social media platform pretty much by a long way. I believe that there is so much untapped potential. I'm bringing on different guests onto the show to share their LinkedIn insights as part of their why they do what they do. You get to take away key takeaways to apply to your business. So check out all these episodes to ensure that you are maximizing the potential of the platform for your business, whether it be the art of social selling, your profile, or all the things that Dan's going to show you as well. Next up is episode 114, Speaking of Influence with John Ball. And oddly enough, it is also LinkedIn related. As John reached out to me via LinkedIn, and proposed as fellow podcasters that we connect and discuss the potential of being on one another's shows in a pod swap. Yes, that's a thing. We had a great conversation and it was John who recommended that I reached out to Lee Hayes, which I did as we recorded a fabulous episode together, episode 98, Path to the Main Stage. And since then, Lee has introduced me very kindly to some fabulous guests who are coming on the show in the next few weeks. Watch out for these names, Jeffrey Shaw, Jesse Cole, Cindy Ashton and Fergus Connolly. John helped me to create another ripple effect, a phenomena that I've been able to craft and hone using the incredible power of podcasting. John talked about rescuing himself in this episode and how empowering it is to rescue yourself and the journey that you will go on, making changes and who you become in the process. He goes on to say that you have to earn it, you have to work through it and you have to deal with all the issues that come up as you grow and expand as we experience many challenges in life. So what does the episode title mean to you? Speaking of influence. For John, He's using his public speaking and storytelling expertise and experience to share his knowledge of the power that influence and persuasion have on or over people. A fascinating topic which we explored at length together, how many people are completely unaware of the scams, tricks or tactics that are used by con artists to persuade and influence the more gullible parts of them. It is the power of suggestion on those who are more vulnerable or susceptible 
or I guess you could even say lazy in some respects, because it is those who are seeking that shortcut or an immediate solution to their problem in life who tend to suffer the most. Those people are seeking fulfillment and are yet to find their purpose and they're desperate to live a better life. And it is these people that fall foul of these scams. Almost always, it is in fact consistent effort, an application of grit, real perseverance that pays dividends over the long term. It comes back to you needing to seek out your own path, being true to your own core values and keeping those blinkers firmly on, not comparing your life to those of others. It reminds me of episode 81 with Manmeet Kaur Chowdhury, A Life by Design, where she reminded us that the grass is not greener in other people's lives. Everyone has a different set of issues. And as President Theodore Roosevelt said, comparison is a thief of joy. Another powerful point which John highlighted in this episode was that when you ignore things that are difficult or painful in life, they will come back to bite you even more. He said that the things in life that we don't pay attention to, we pay with pain. Wow, it was a powerful statement that he made there. And if I reflect on it more, it's so true. Things don't disappear on their own. Again, they require effort and attention. Pay attention to your life. You only get one. And this leads me on perfectly to the next episode, which is episode 115, Tread Lightly on the Earth with Jerry Tate. Tread lightly indeed. What a fabulous journey Jerry took us on in the world of architecture. Sustainability is the most pressing design issue that the architectural profession is facing in today's world. And Jerry shares that as an architect, he is just a small part of the whole construction ecosystem. I wonder just how instrumental he is as part of the whole game and how strategic his play is as part of the team. Perhaps if you use the metaphor of a game of chess, I wonder what piece architecture represents upon a chessboard. The pawn, the knight, the rook, the queen, the bishop, the king. You tell me. You can tell my thoughts are currently being influenced by The Queen's Gambit, which I've just watched on Netflix. Fascinating. Definitely recommend that show. So going back to architecture, there is a fine line to tread between Jerry's mission of making a positive difference in building and potentially not building. I mean, I appreciate the desperate need for new homes, yet we also need to protect our landscape. What sacrifices need to be made for the greater good comes back to chess what pieces are you going to sacrifice for the greater good and here we have opposing values of preservation conservation which are battling change growth and evolution it is a fine line one we need to tread lightly with Jerry speaks of sustainability, of zero carbon, and also of the importance of natural landscape within his designs. He says that urban development is due to double over the next 30 years, and that's a massive amount of development. And he has the responsibility of all of this, not individually, but as part of the whole architectural and ecosystem. And within that ecosystem, he has to fold nature into those projects. Wildlife, ecology, trees all need to be incorporated into these design settings. So important for a sustainable environment, but also for well-being and mental health of those who live in these new spaces. 
In fact, architecture is not really about just buildings. It's about people and purpose. Buildings only exist because of people and of the purpose that they're providing for those who need that space. It's not just down to Jerry to be sustainable or architecture as a profession or construction as an industry. Ultimately, it is our responsibility, the responsibility of each of us to carve the future of the landscape of this planet. Be mindful, ethical and responsible in your needs as an individual, as it all compounds and it all makes a huge difference. So indeed, tread lightly upon this earth. Next episode is 116, Find Your Story with Rachel Maunder. Rachel helps people to find and craft their stories. And it was when she said you don't need a big story that I breathed out a huge sigh of relief. Having had incredible guests on this podcast over the last seven months who have shared extraordinary stories of why they do what they do, it was a relief to hear that actually you can speak just as powerfully and engage an audience with all different types of stories. It doesn't have to be a huge trauma or a big story that catches people's attention. A smaller story will do just the same. A smaller story will achieve similar results. Again, other guests have talked about stories and have all approached the art of storytelling from different angles, which is why I have invited them onto the podcast to share their why. What works well may not suit others. Storytelling is certainly not a one-size-fits-all craft. And this goes the same for communication and how we like to receive and communicate information. Something which I learned recently, having qualified as an NLP practitioner, is that we each receive, represent and recall information in different ways using our senses. And this makes a huge difference in how we craft and tell a story and also how it will be received. It's something I read about several years ago, but in this training recently, I finally connected and, and recognized just how influential our senses are in our language and our emotions. Notice next time you're listening to someone sharing a story or, or just in general conversation, what style of language they're using. Do they describe things using their visual, auditory, kinesthetic or learned predicates? If they're highly visual, you will see that they use cues in their words such as see, look, appear, imagine, picture. For example, they'll say something along the lines of, I see what you're saying and I can picture it clearly. Ideally, text or video call these people as they like to see the message or see you as a person as opposed to just hearing a voice note or, or listening to a phone call. Whereas someone who favours their auditory sense will use words such as listen, hear, sounds, such as I hear what you're saying and it sounds to me like a great idea. For these people, tone and words are really important and they like to be told how to do things. So leave voice notes for these type of people. Someone who favours their kinesthetic sense will say things like touch, grasp or get hold of. So they would say, I grasp the concept of what you've just touched on and I can get hold of those ideas easily. It's really interesting when you listen to these different types of words. And another sense which we don't tend to recognise is auditory digital. This is where people exhibit 
another representational system and it tends to be through learned procedures or sequences and they will use words such as sense, experience, process or consider. I sense what you're sharing and I think it's good to know. However, before I decide, I will consider all the options available. How curious is this? I bet now you'll be listening in more deeply to what people are saying and you'll be watching out for these different words and you'll be sensing those different ways that they communicate. And I was so curious, which is why I have booked myself in to do more NLP training for 2021, where I'm going to be qualifying as a master practitioner in timeline therapy, hypnosis and NLP. Let's get back to John Ball and his final message. He said, it's great to continue learning as long as you apply it. And I really look forward to using my new skills, applying them with both my existing clients and some new coaching clients for next year. Next up is episode 117, Control Your Environment with Tom Liebelt, another podcaster who reached out to connect with me. Tom is host of the Smart Brand Marketing Show, where he shares over two decades of marketing and sales experience with his audience. On Focus on Why, Tom shared his why and took us through his life learnings. Speaking from the mountains across the other side of the world from me in London, Tom describes how he has found a home in Thailand for six months of his year, traveling across the world for the rest of the time. Speaking to Tom, it became evident to me that life has not always been an easy ride for him initially and that he was keen to share his learnings so that others could relate to his rise in business and his keen desire to create and control his environment so that he didn't have to depend on others. He believes the system is broken and he believes that people still continue in the same path of school, university for some and then employment through to retirement again for some, not all, and then eventually death. This nine to five hamster treadmill that was created for the industrial age no longer serves us and yet so many are still subscribing to the process. And this episode took me way back again to May in this year when I interviewed Sky Kilji, who shared his why in episode 11, Free the Wage Slave. Sky is free now, free of the system, as is Tom, as am I. We all control our environment and choose how we spend our lives. Choice is available to all of us, and yet many people relinquish that control and allow others to control them. Look at your values. When was the last time you considered your values and are you living in alignment with them? Your core values form the internal compass from which you operate, ultimately driving your decisions and dictating your direction both on a personal and professional level. You are in control. Tom talks of building systems to build your life. Again, reflecting on how you operate and what your values are, consider whether what you have planned for your life is congruent to the authentic you. Let me know if it is, and if not, I can help you to identify your core values and live a life which reflect and are true to your values. Reach out to me and book a free coaching call via the link in the show notes or via my website, amyrowlandson.com. Each day, I find ways to reflect my highest values in what I do, and this gives me purpose and fulfillment. My five core values are brilliance, contribution, curiosity, empathy and synergy. I'm on a lifelong journey of learning and clarity. I seek out brilliance in the forms of intelligence, genius and talent for myself and in those around me, empowering us to shine brightly. With contribution, 
I'm gifting a living legacy of inspiration, insight and knowledge to create a long lasting positive ripple effect. Through the combination of curiosity, learning and hope, I seek out and explore new challenges. I create space for people to speak where I simply listen and demonstrate empathy. And with my natural enthusiasm and vitality, I create synergy by connecting people and encouraging and empowering them to create and achieve incredible outcomes with one another. My final episode for today is episode 118, The People Stuff with Zoe Routh. First, I just want to congratulate Zoe for her big award last week. Zoe won 2020 Australian Business Book of the Year with her new book, People Stuff. So well done, Zoe. I love this conversation and a big shout out to Diana Theodorus for bringing Zoe into my life and vice versa. Diana has actually introduced me to many people who will be coming onto the show soon. Alex Staniforth, Dan Milne and Jane Nash. So thank you, Diana. I recorded Alex's episode last week and his story is fascinating. At the age of 25, he has already had two failed Everest attempts and as he was involved in two of the biggest disasters. A fascinating journey that Alex has been on and you'll hear all about it soon. So back to Zoe for now. This conversation was an inside out, outside in journey of self-awareness and reflection from crucible to cradle as Zoe describes it. Zoe moved continents and has had many adventures. She's had an exhilarating whitewater rapid rides during her youth and those days have now passed and she's travelled almost full circle back to where she was at the start, not necessarily physically because she still moved continents, but paradoxically having rediscovered her passion for writing. Zoe shared that she, the moments in this episode that she'd not shared before. And I, I guess this podcast ha- does have a habit of doing that. And I do have to warn my guests up front that in sharing their why, it can be, well, it is personal, yet they're in control of what they choose to share in this safe virtual space, well, Zoom space that we create together. Zoe shares all the people stuff that she helps businesses to work through, complex conversations that she has with them. And yet her final message and her key learning was one of simplicity and was one that she learnt and keeps relearning and she wrote about it over 15 years ago and it is to be kind to yourself to be kind to yourself and adopt the self first principle now we hear this message as a practical one on an airplane to put on our oxygen mask before we can help others and this is something that is a great example for us to use in other areas of life to adopt this practice in everything that you do Be kind to yourself, be mindful of your boundaries, be mindful of what you eat and consume in all ways. The information that you digest, the company you keep both online and in person. Just be kind to yourself. So these are my reflections and observations from the last few episodes and I'm looking forward to to sharing the final episodes for 2020 and I already have a packed schedule for the first quarter of 2021 with guests from all over the world coming on to share their why. Do you know your why? If you're not 100% clear, I can help you. Just book in a free 20 minute call with me and we can take it from there. And for those of you in business, as we approach the end of 2020, would you like to know how you can increase productivity for 2021, claw back valuable time, 
gain clarity in your decision making and improve employee fulfillment in your business. Then book yourself in for a free Business Why Pulse Heartbeat check via calendly.com forward slash Amy Rowlandson forward slash why. So before I go today, as I enter into another year of my life, I celebrate who I am today and I raise a virtual celebratory glass of fizz to, to all of you out there. Celebrate life and recognize the gift of living. Live, don't exist. Thank you for listening to the Focus on Why podcast. I'm Amy Rowlandson, and if you've enjoyed this episode, please leave me a five-star Apple podcast review. Connect with me on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook, and become a member of my inspiring, uplifting, and positive Focus on Why Facebook group. I help people to focus on their why with clarity, uniting their passion with their purpose with a plan to create the life they truly desire. If you would like me to help you focus on your why, then please book a free 20-minute coaching call via candidly.com forward slash Amy Rowlandson. And if you haven't already, please sign up for the Friday Focus weekly newsletter via my website, amyrowlandson.com. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why.